Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle is all about. David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are. And you know, we love talking about sex and sexuality, sexual pleasure, communication, consent, respect, and relationships, and maybe a little bit about the future, and hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because... Well, great sex matters, and we all deserve it. We sure do. Are you mind-boggled about the future of sex, sex bots, sex dolls, virtual sex, remote sex? The sex tech industry is expanding exponentially. On today's show, we're going to explore the future of sex and find out all about the largest sex techs conference in Europe taking place in Berlin in September 2020. We're going to discuss the impact of digital pleasure, revolutionized sex education, and expanded access to sexual health solutions, including sexual and mental health and emotional health too. The future is now, so climb aboard. It's going to be a wild ride. Wow, definitely a wild ride. Maybe even a spaceship or something like that. That's how the future of sex is going. But we're going to hear all about it from our guest in a minute. But first, we want to take a moment to tell you about our top waterproof blanket because everyone should continue to have great sex now more than ever. But if you're fed up with sleeping in the wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% leak-proof and waterproof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils to silicone lubes or any other sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer and it comes out looking like brand new. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely go on Amazon and order yours today. Search Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket. Great sex starts now. It sure does, and so does today's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we are so excited to introduce today's special guest direct from Berlin and in quarantine. Oh, right. Absolutely. (laughs) Ola Mazinska is the CEO and founder of SX Tech EU and Sprint SX Tech, which are the first accelerated programs for female professionals from the sex tech and femtech industries. All right, Ola, from your bedroom, welcome to, the, welcome to the sexy <laughs> lifestyle. Uh, the connection is great, even though you're all the way over there in Berlin. Hello, everyone. Such a pleasure to to speak to you in this uh, times of my uh, domestic quarantine. That's correct. (laughs) (laughs) I hope all of you doing well as well and get yourself a comfy spot right now. Uh, Absolutely. So let's start this discussion by you telling us a little bit more about yourself. We want to learn about your background and how you got started in this wonderful business of sex tech. Uh, absolutely. Uh, the, the often asked the question, how did you start it uh, or how did you end it up <laughs> uh, in the sex tech industry? Um, well, I, I wouldn't say my story is any uh, super unusual. I, I spent the last decade of my life to, to actively supporting deep tech startups seen in Europe um, by acceleration processes and, you know, business incubation, also international expansion growing for startups. And uh, I guess I also had a lot of brilliant opportunities in my life, you know, to, to lead and support tech communities in general. And, and, and I was involved in a lot of conferences and events. And, um, and a few years ago when the big blockchain boom started, I don't know if you remember that everyone was hyped about cryptos. Um, I was responsible back then for the international project from the area of uh, artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. And uh, going deeper with my search, I accidentally discovered the sex tech world. And uh, firstly, by the invention of the Harmony AI uh, and the robotics company and the Abbas dolls products, which are the sex dolls and the semi dolls and the smart artificial intelligence sex robots. Um, and from that moment, very quickly, I, I dive deeper 
to the topic and I started to interview uh, professionals from the sex tech industry uh, from many segments of VR, uh, AR, artificial intelligence, sex toys and audio erotica. And, and then I understood that every piece of business infrastructure and uh, that companies takes for granted, uh, let's say, in a regular tech environment, sex tech founders could not. Um, because of stigmatization and the general uh, taboo, and um, in the same in the same time, uh, I started to notice how the female founders of the sex tech world started to force um, a very powerful communities inside the industry. They start to empower each other businesses, and um, and I, I think I found this very uh, rebellion for me in a way, you know. And uh, female product designers and professionals started to to deliver products fully meeting the needs of females and um, and they start to speak to them in the language of uh, equality and power and it was really really the time when when I was become too sure that I want to be part of this I want to be part of this world I want to learn more and at the same time I understood that sex tech had no colleges no accelerators no business school you know not even mention any mentorship uh, programs that can potentially um, encourage entrepreneurs to explore this amazing industry so this is how the Essex Tech started. Uh, we just felt that it's a time to organize a global platform for innovation and technology and business acceleration in the industry. Very wow. cool. So, so I have a question because I like going sideways sometimes. But as <laughs> as you sure. went through this research and and finding out about all these um, new things that are available out there, did you actually get to have sex with the new sex bots? And how was it if you did? Well, actually, this is still something I'm really waiting for. <laughs> okay. uh, I had the chance to to touch uh, uh, the harmony myself, but back then, a year ago, we had only uh, a tours of her uh, delivered to Berlin. So this year, we're still uh, working uh, very close with Robotics, and and we expecting to present uh, to you guys a very very exclusive exhibition of the newest prototype models. So I, I just you know read, everything really. I just read in the New York Post that. Um, in New York, there's a company that has antibacterial sex bots out there now, and they are helping people mm. who are, you know, um, in quarantine or want to have sex but are afraid of the virus, and they're delivering them in packages and, and sanitized and antibacterial so they can actually continue having great sex. And we're going to talk about the need to have great sex while, um, you know, the future of sex grows and we're dealing with this coronavirus now. But it was very mm -hmm. interesting how a company is being socially responsible in an industry that is, you know, still in its infancy, but is going out there and providing something that people need. Well, this is exactly the time when the, the crisis uh, brings the new wave of modeling also in the marketing. We, will, we, we already observed the, the social impact marketing and the brand's reaction on what's going on uh, globally during the COVID. So speaking of the future uh, of the, how our sexual and intimate life will be in the times of apocalypse, yeah. <laughs> I know it's a big word and I don't want to, <laughs> you know, uh, put the terror word behind it, but still, yes, it is the, the moment for brands to to start to think what's coming next and this next is the next few weeks wow wow, wow. yeah and here, here's another question about these sex bots because i'm always curious so we're swingers and we like foursomes and moresomes mm -hmm. but do you think there's going to be the day where like carol and i can have an orgy with like five other <laughs> sex bots and, and they'll know what to do to mm. each of us? I think, babe, we can get real people, you know? <laughs> no, no, but I'm just talking about if we had to go into self-isolation oh, for I years see. or I something, okay. <laughs> would we be able to order these sex bots in so we continue can continue having our orgies? 
Well, I'm pretty much sure that in the in the not so far away future, uh, you will be obviously uh, uh, able to order the the customized sex bot that's customized to you not only by the physical aspect of it, but also by the artificial intelligence, which is a part of them, which is going to be very much closely designed even by the voice, the, the voice that you would like. Wow. That the artificial intel- intelligence right now is existing in the robotics. It's called the friendly ei system and it's all about the companionship so it's not only designed from the position of sex focus and sexual pleasure but also it elevates the the a lot of solutions for the loneliness and for the people for whatever reason for whatever reason might have uh, you know uh, problems with relating uh, human intimacy uh, or by physical disability. So this is again the example we we just talked. But uh, the the studies shows that, that you know the dolls have already proven to be a very therapeutic tool, uh, and already helps these people. And above all, as all of the loneliness and happiness, and sometimes even depression. So wow. speaking of the of the of the future uh, of the um, mechanical humanoid existence it, it's much more than only concept of a pleasure right right absolutely and i know when you were explaining to us some of the things that you do and especially at your mm. conference one of the things is a hackathon but a sex tech hackathon where you get all mm-hmm. these minds together tell us about this and how it got started um, you see, the purpose uh, of a hackathons is always to uh, inno- innovatively proving ground for new ideas. So, uh, simply, if you if you collect talented people together, um, uh, developers, hackers, uh, marketers, uh, strategists, product designers, with the support of a business facilitators, then there is a huge chance to to bring the innovation to the table. And uh, last year um, we we launched the first ever sex tech German hackathon, and uh, we were amazed to have over 150 individuals who wanted to join us for the first edition. Uh, people came to us with great ideas for the sex tech products um, and services, uh, such, for example, uh, digitalization tool for the sex working apps mm-hmm. or uh, sex education platforms for couples or VR, female anatomy, educational tools. So so we kept working on the hackathons progress continuously mm, from the last year concept and uh, this year. And this year, during the second edition, the, the hackathon will also take place uh, in a little bit of different formula this la- than last year, but more intense because we're going to work with the people for 24 hours continuously wow. without wow. any breaks. Uh, and this year, we're going to solve in particular a technological matter for one of our sex toy uh, corporate business partners. Because you see, the hackathon it can have different uh, forms and uh, it can can be served to deliver a completely different solution. Sometimes it can be development of the individual person idea, but at the same time, we can support the big uh, big corporates and, and, and different brands to uh, innovation and technology. So, so this year, um, this is what we can expect. Uh, uh, and very, very soon, I, I believe, um, next food, two, three weeks, we will be able to, to announce the registration for the hackathon. So, oh, wow. so please check this up. Wow, Absolutely. That's and cool. there's a possibility that we're going to be there as well. Well, yes, we want to be reporting on all this good stuff that's happening <laughs> for the future of sex, because that's what it's all about. But I'm only going if I can try one of those sex bots. <laughs> okay, baby, sure. I'm sure you'll be able to at least touch one. I'm sure. Where? I don't know. Wherever you want. Where can I touch her? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we we'll have to find out. You wouldn't want to try a sex bot? Of course I would want to try. I want to try everything Would once. you sit on him or you want him to do your doggy style? I don't know, baby. I'm not. got to even... think about okay, this. It we'll could be have... new fantasies. We'll have to think about this. But in the meantime, let's ask Ola about the SX Tech EU conference, which is what you really are working on 24-7 to get that going, which is going to be in September this year in Berlin. Let's start with Correct. how this one is going to be different to the last one. 
Um, you know, um, it's always the process. So this year we made significant uh, upgrades from the last year conference, basically <laughs> learning from fuck ups, you know, and uh, evaluating the, the successful parts as well. So uh, this year we have a lot of new challenges. We also decided for the first time to to bring Femtech exhibitors uh, this year as an addition to sex tech exhibitors uh, with the aim to democratize women health and encourage um, uh, technological collaboration in that field. Uh, we will have dedicated startup zone, uh, especially uh, much uh, online tools dedicated for investors and startups and exclusive side events uh, for those guys to meet. Uh, we're going to have a two-stage program this year and we have over 2,000 square meters uh, venue located in the heart of Berlin. So we're going to also organize uh, a spectacular after-party with the VR and interactive art experiences. So going on light long uh, program designed with um, really many, many tech global artists. But, but, before, but before we will celebrate life again, we must slow down for now. And, and I have feeling like we have to focus on the current global issues. Mm -hmm. and, and this year has already brought us unexpected challenges, something we haven't been expected a few weeks ago, you know. Uh, currently, the whole world is facing the, the global crisis due to, to, to COVID. And, and the situation also already has massive impact on what's going on inside our industry, inside sex-positive communities, and so on. And and very soon, uh, I, I just feel that we will have to accept humbly to, to become ready to face the changes uh, in a lot of areas like social dynamics. Um, our business models will have to also be evaluating uh, general communication and, and, and also uh, a lot of trust, like like business trust mm -hmm. and work ethical. So what we aim in now, I, I, I just feel like we... Got now going into big general uh, a fucking unknown, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and, and this is this is the the test to all of us as individual entrepreneurs, but also as a communities um, to support each other in that time and to start to think outside the box and how can we you know overcome this pressure so. Keeping that in mind, uh, uh, we already start to create program that will help to all of us in sex tech industry to join forces and and support our activities in this really really difficult time. Uh, we work on the series of webinars uh, led by specialists from sex tech industry which we hope they'll be available online to all the members for free uh, soon. And, um, and we put a lot of aspects now to, 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 to consideration, uh, such cross-sectorial partnerships, possibilities, or, you know, legal changes, uh, social impact strategies for brands, and even in the case of events, uh, support of safety guidelines right now and maybe even refund policies so 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 the new changes the the changes already came to us completely unexpectedly and well how with the crisis going on globally and the collapse of the financial markets how is that going to affect the available funds and money for many of these companies who are you know barely have any money i know you and dominic mm. carezzos are out there with uh, finding investors mm. to support these companies where's the money going to come from well, first of all, uh, I have to say that uh, startups are especially vulnerable to such a supply side disruptions. And and uh, in the case when, when we still are kind of feeling self-secured with the big players, uh, such as online retail sex toys, for example, or the adult entertainment, speaking of the porn sites and the webcam solutions, uh, then when you look on the other side of the industry as a I don't know, education, uh, online platforms, uh, dating apps, uh, small products, they're really under a danger. And when I said uh, before that we need to start to learn work ethically, it means that we also need to take responsibility for our communities. Mm -hmm. Because right now, the investors, uh, of course, they're going to lose a lot of trust. 
uh, during the, the global crisis, it's not the best time to for anybody to you know to just open the wallet uh, for for unknown uh, for completely new solutions and products. But what can happen and what can be really supportive that that moment is to cross sectorial partner uh, with the extension of uh, tech that, for example, can become a, another future of your product. But you do not have to create this yourself, but you can already partner up with different brands mm -hmm. and create this together. Right. So I see this as a natural necessity for sort of lift yeah. uh, between big players and small players and to not to not put your hope that any government in this moment will come to you with the, you know, like the uh, manual of what to do with the crisis situation. No, absolutely right. And there's a lot more to discuss on this and what you could be expecting. We're just going to ask you to hold that thought for a moment. And we're going to remind everybody that we are Carolyn David. And we're talking with Ola Mazinska from SX Tech U, EU, all about the future of sex. Just hang on. We'll be right back. We're not going anywhere. I'm just going to talk to everyone about hedonism. We were there in December where it was absolutely sold out. And we're going to invite you to join us again in December 2020 to Hedonism Resort in Jamaica, the most iconic adult playground in the world. Once everything is back to normal, uh, Hedo is going to be celebrating with all their loyal guests with some amazing rates, fantastic food, lots of sexy entertainment staff. And we're going to be there as well. So it's going to be a feel-good, get-back-to-home experience. So come join us for this amazing event in December at Hito 2. For more information about this event and everything else, go to thesexylifestyle.com. All righty. We are Carol and David. It's time to get back to our show. Yeah, we had a really, we've been having a really great discussion with Ola about what's happening right now, especially in light of the conference coming up. And we're talking about how the new world might be a very collaborative one because we all have the same goal in mind. And that's to really advance our, our culture in the realm of sex and sex tech. But meanwhile, you mentioned a lot about female founders and how they are revolutionizing the sex tech industry. And, and why, why should investors care that that's different when it's with women as, verse, as opposed to men? Um, well, I would start from the explaining maybe how our industry has been changed because of the women in the industry taking now uh, important positions, being the CEOs, being hold uh, strategic positions. And if you look 10 years ago in the industry, the situation was uh, completely different back then. So thanks to, to a very strong force and the female empowering movement, we have now products designed by females for females and starting from the you know design of a product based on the customer test according to female anatomy uh, ending on the side of final product look or functionality um, through the marketing side speaking the language of non-gender focus non-objectifying female and with a finally a strong accent on the female self-pleasure and that maybe uh, it's just a speculative theory maybe that also happened in you know in the era of the millennium and entrepreneurs and thanks to their sense of openness and demand for equality rights um, but also this deep sense of, of the female business communities offline and online has a significant role here so so now that the female founders are are behind the sex toy segment, uh, sex education apps and platforms, uh, online retail platforms, audio erotica, ad adult entertainment, you name it. So finally, you know, we live in this exciting times when more and more female entrepreneurs are just setting new trends. And that is why uh, it has significant impact already on the old players in our industry and the investors, which currently, you know, also starting slowly follow that uh, the, the new way uh, of the new wave of sex tech uh, that can be socially, I would say, acceptable and can be now socially shareable. Now, we're also very you know proud to have people like you, advocates, and of course, you're being feminine and, and putting your <laughs> step forward and in this whole industry and making sure your voice is heard and that people are actually learning from you of what's out there and where that future can be even brighter. And so do you have a whole um, peer group of female entrepreneurs that you work with? 
I do, I do. I uh, my team, Essex Tech EU team, is a completely remote work team. So we have specialists, or I would call them even ambassadors of a brand literally all over the world. Uh, our PR uh, and media managers working currently from Tokyo. Uh, our community manager is from France. Uh, we have uh, brand ambassadors in, in US and Australia and the Philippines. Basically, the whole network of the female uh, professionals around our brand is spread globally. And, and that's from from one hand, really, really empowering and really amazing because we can already, uh, you know, ask the uh, ask uh, for the local aspect of our environment, uh, and and to to um, I would say spread the word about the brand globally, uh, but also it's significant uh, in part of of our work uh, to be to be in this together. I also um, have few uh, of my personal business mentors uh, inside the industry of which uh, most of them are also female entrepreneurs. Wow, that's great. Now, the other thing, and we're just going to uh, switch topics here because I want to ask you something that came to my mind before I forget it. Earlier, <laughs> David was kind of having fun with the sex bots and talking about the sex bots. No, no, I haven't I, had any fun with them no, yet, no, no, but in Berlin. Them. I just want to get my thought out because that was the issue. My question is, <laughs> are they only female sex bots or are there male sex bots too? That's kind of where my mind was going with this whole, you know, the, the push for, for femme sex tech. It, are, are we getting our share of sex bots as well? Obviously, yes, of course. There are also uh, male sex bots. Um, uh, also, few companies are working on the non-gender uh, sex bots. They are different age. There are different uh, uh, nationality, identity, and uh, and skin color, and they're very diverse. So, so yes, definitely. There's no reason to be worried. Are, are, are you able to ask? Two male sex bots to do double penetration? Because that's Jesus. what Carol likes. Good question. Um, well, I if I still have you, then I only need difficult. one. No, no, just go ahead. No, no, no. My question was, can you get two male sex bots doing double penetration on Carol at the same time? Are they able to do that or are they a little homophobic or robotophobic? I would say they're really limited by the movements at the moment. <laughs> so someone will have to be strongly supporting them to do that. Ah, you know, like I you will see. have to probably just, you know, do the job for them by just using them more like the mechanical movement okay. tool. There you go. Maybe we'll just get one you know? sex bot and me like you were saying. <laughs> yeah, I think that I'll have to good. do some work. The other thing that I'm really curious about is is this new virtual sex and how all of that works. I don't even know what you call it, if that's the right terminology, but all that VR that's out there and how does it actually work to simulate sex? Um, well, it, it's still, you know, um, a lot of times the old, what the media often highlight uh, about the VR reality sex is often too much hyped, I would say, and, and, and too much further to the products we actually have in our hands today. So basically what we have today is a technology that allows the user to receive sensations from remote participants or fictional characters um, through use of your computer or control sex toys and you interact with a partner. Um, but this is something that we already have, right? And there's a lot of prediction um, inside the industry right now because we have already VR and remote controllers, uh, it's connection via apps, including audio and even video connectors or chatbots, but uh, it's still not so popular to adopt this particular tech to every common sense use. And uh, and as much as a VR is super powerful uh, uh, concept, you know, but potentially, you can potentially be whoever you can imagine to be. You could train your fantasies in, in a very safe environment without judgment. And um, um, like, very, I would say, a safe, secret sphere. Uh, but now the, the 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 huge potential of the VR uh, companies. I also, and again, I have to refer to this. I but sense huge potential in the times of a global lockdown. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Uh, because many more possibilities for experimenting uh, now on the even better products can happen in this time. And uh, uh, it could be really amazing, amazing to create products that could also, you know, help us now from 
let's say, maybe even therapeutic way, how to deal with the loneliness mm -hmm. and social isolation and in the end, probably also sexual frustration. <laughs> and Ola, are any of these virtual reality devices connected to actual sex toy devices? So if a guy was wearing um, a virtual reality device and he had like a masturbator on or a cock ring on, something like that, could they be connected where his cock was getting turned on and excited while he was watching something up there? Or does he actually have to do it with his hand? Well, basically, if you would do that by uh, by the use of teletonics, if you could uh, uh, use for this particular scene that you just described, uh, use the remote toy with, I don't know, multiply users, maybe just one user. Mm -hmm. Of course, this will be uh, possible between the toy and the toy and the haptic system that's uh, inside of those two. And, and we have this tech already and we use it. A um, very interesting example from Prague came to me. Uh, a few weeks ago, I was uh, even planning to go there next week, but of course, uh, during to, to the, the current domestic quarantine, I will not go anywhere. But uh, uh, there's a company which um, uh, opened the first... Uh, VR erotic uh, center of uh, pleasure or, or entertainment oh. and I don't really remember the name of it today but uh, it's sort of a um, combination of uh, dolls interaction with the VR gamification and remote toys oh. uh, so I imagine it, uh, and uh, from what I uh, actually had a chance to, to learn from the CEO of, of the product, uh, it works as a pleasure rooms concept uh, into which you can choose uh, whatever semi-doll you prefer. And also already uh, already answering your uh, maybe next question, they also have male right. <laughs> dolls. <Yes. laughs> uh, then you choose one of the VR uh, programs, uh, of course, attached with a headset and a remote uh, toy controller so it's like three into one and and would love to go there and i hope as soon as the heat dies down we'll be able to do it and then we'll of course tell you more wow no that sounds very very exciting let's I, talk about sex education oh yeah because that's such an important part and i think that's going to be where the biggest change is going to happen and very quickly uh well you know uh, very few people can can uh, really having the good sex education in their life and uh, whatever I ask around and from my own experience, the, usually the sex education was largely poor. And um, so even today, many parents raising the children without the word sex. You know, so mm -hmm. sex education, we can maybe experience in some cases on the Netflix, maybe, but it's still often very underinvested and neglected case. So also governments all over the world are ignoring this topic. Uh, often is the class uh, teachers, uh, they are not ready to, to conduct such a, a segment of the education or, or they don't do it at all. And um, and I'm fine with the opinion that uh doesn't matter how the your child's sex education looks in school. You as a parent bring them to life. You must be very much active in this uh, field yourself. So, so this is my message right now to all the people being locked down in their apartments mm -hmm. globally. Uh, dear families, especially now, uh, you will spend a lot of days and nights with your own children, which obviously uh, has... Uh, a very emotional challenge uh, to all of us. And I know what I'm talking about because I'm locked down here with 13 years old. So believe me. <laughs> and, uh, and, and you can really use this time for, for example, for sexual education. And your child is online now more than ever before. And that's the fact. And sometimes safely and, and frankly, sometimes not. So this will influence how they will think about and learn about sex, love, and the relationships. And so if you if you expect me now to jump with some, I don't know, sci-fi VR gamification tool idea uh, to, to support you in, in that matter, uh, I would say that nothing will ever replace the talk. 
because there's no VR or robot uh, that can teach you how to lead the intimate and deep talk with your children, especially when it comes to sexuality. I'm sorry. And no, you don't also need to be expert uh, in that field, I feel. Um, there's uh, a lot of time right now that can be used, for example, to search uh, for for reaching an online courses with the sexologist, for example, to to search for good podcasts, to to read a good book, and and you know, and try to speak yourself up because how hard it is even for us adults often to to emphasize our sexual desires and needs to our partner mm -hmm. so i can imagine yes it's, it's it's double hard to maybe talk about it even with your own children but this is really really great chance for us right now maybe to 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 think about it and one of the things that we've spoken about on our show we've had many um child psychologists and sex educators on who talk about the fact that in the past parents would have the talk with their children about the birds and the bees and that would be it but in today's environment it is so important to have a continuous dialogue with your children always age appropriate as they grow up as they go through their different stages of life and sometimes you know you want to answer so much but they just want a simple answer. So don't try and get into all the things that you've gone through in the 40 years of your life. Just answer their question, <laughs> let them go off, digest it, and come back with another one. But having that open dialogue and that open door so kids know it's okay to come to their parents and ask them about sex is so important in today's environment because they have so much sexuality bombarded at them from, like you were saying, Netflix and uh, HBO and Game of Thrones and the movies and Fifty Shades of Grey that they will have questions. I abso absolutely agree with what you say, um, but the, you see the the problem. I also sense uh, it's it's often that uh, we are very diverse here. Even uh, it's a concept of a country, let's say Germany, right? So we are representing different cultures, different religions. We have different backgrounds, and it's very hard to implement one system, like educational system, that will apply to all the parents, all the kids, and uh, and the way how they exist everyday life mm -hmm. so um, it is also big big uh, I would say challenge for all the local governments to to keep that in mind that the same way as you will uh, you know maybe speak to to non-religious parents you will have to think maybe about different uh, uh, exercise and the solutions uh, talking to uh, very religious mm -hmm. religious uh, mm -hmm. families and we are all here uh, in living in this global cultural mix environment and that also means that our sexual education needs to follow that you're absolutely right and you know it's the parents who don't really know how to bring it up and not having any guidance at all on how to talk to their families about sex uh, maybe the next step focus should be on giving tips and hints to the parents and helping them and guiding them and giving them some tools, no matter whether you are, like you said, very religious or not religious at all, that the tools could be maybe more general and that they could help their children learn all those important things and answer the questions openly where they can get real information from people instead of searching the internet. You mean something out there to teach parents how to talk to their kids yes. about sex? yes. There's a business. Exactly. There you go. There you go. And I've there heard a... I, I've heard a stat. I don't know where I've heard it from, so I can't quote it. But it's something like by the age of seven, every child has seen at least some sexual act on the internet. By the age of seven, and they have questions. Well, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that data would be accurate at all. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, in your business, though, when you're talking about the sex tech and developments of new sex tech, you talked earlier about how you're going to be modifying some of your marketing strategies. But in general, how are marketing strategies different for sexual products as opposed to other uh, techni technical products? Um, again, I would say that everything we know about our marketing strategies 
for now we should really forget and uh, to to see what the next weeks will bring to our life to implement completely mm. new strategies mm-hmm. um sex tech in general is often uh, facing the issues with uh, with the algorithm or the facebook or the instagram or the twitter or the pinterest so it's it's largely ban industry from the promoting the services and the products and the communities online and um so we have to so basically we have double challenge from one hand we have the censorship uh, currently banning our our products and services from the internet and right now we will have to create completely new strategies of the user engagement tools because if you could get today for trends google for example and and i choose uh, a few hours ago the search and i of course choose the germany as a country because i was wondering what's going on today as a trending searches from point 1 till point let's say oh uh, 9 everything is right now covered with the coronavirus right and only number number 10 i see it's harry potter amazon prime video but probably he, someone was just searching for the you know entertainment for the lockdown kids right uh, and the same happens when you when you check the daily search trends trends today and usually there are completely different phrases and people often are interested in a, in the sexual uh, sexual topics so right now uh, we will have to think outside the box and we will have to uh, completely evaluate uh, our user engagements and the user behavioral uh, situations before we start to plan anything. Uh, and um, there is an example of a mind geek that just uh, recently um, uh, used the marketing uh, so the Pornhub does the marketing that tries to push conver- push the conversations about porn to general public since a long time. And and however, it's um, it might be negotiable whether it's uh, ethical or not. But today, when the 16 million of Italians are locked down in, in, in their domestic quarantine, uh, for example, uh, Pornhub offered them a free access to its premium service mm. for the rest of the month, right? So, and at the same time, the world's biggest porn site also said that they will donate in March um, proceeds from the Mold Hub, uh, also on the adult marketplace. So when there is a crisis, there also are marketing opportunities, right. but this will have to go a different uh, way with a different dialogue these days. And we will also observe very soon the social impact marketing because it's really great time for social impact marketing and for example uh, the coronavirus also causing you know the outbreak uh, in domestic violence globally mm. currently and uh, the, you know the combination of people uh, spending more than uh, time indoors than usual is also often um, results in, in the violence reporting. And so a uh, Chinese example, the hashtag anti-domestic violence during epidemic has been already used more than 3,000 times on the Sina Vibio. It's a social uh, platform in China uh, that already calls and unites the focus on the women rights. Mm-hmm. And this is a great book, right? Uh, so we can also use the marketing um, or maybe even uh, for the safety reasons. And uh, if you now, uh, if you use Tinder or, or different uh, dating or sex app, if you now uh, locate yourself in the Wuhan, you can really get the first-hand informations about the pandemic. Wow. So, so you see that mm-hmm. even now the, 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 the communication of a dating or the sex app can be extended uh, in the positive mm-hmm. uh, marketing uh, with a lot of, um, a lot of uh, helpful, helpful uh, settings. It is all about how the brands will now uh, face this challenge and, and how will they uh, collaboratively uh, thinking about um, the, best, the best outbreak uh, of it. Wow. So I think that you're going to have a whole lot of minds, marketing minds, trying to get together and figure this out because I think it's a much bigger challenge than probably anybody even realizes um, and so we're just going to have to wait, like you said, see what happens in the next few weeks. 
Wow, all of this is such great, yes. interesting stuff. Let's just take a minute and remind everybody that we are Carol and David, and we're having an amazing discussion with Ola Mazinska, founder and CEO of SX Tech EU. And coming up is our favorite segment called Great Sex Matters. Stay tuned. Yeah, but before we get into Great Sex Matters, we want to invite everyone to join us on the biggest and largest, most erotic cruise ever put on by theswingercruise.com. It's the Oasis of the Seas, and it'll be sailing November 14th, 2021 from Miami. Yes, the coronavirus crisis will be over by then. That's in 2021. We're going to be there with 6,000 open-minded, sexy, adventurous, and naked people for the biggest event in the Caribbean ever. You can just visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, to stay informed about all the sexy, open-minded events that are happening in your area and around the world. Absolutely. All right, we're back. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. You know we're Carol and David, and now it's time for our favorite part of the show, where we're going to talk to Ola all about great sex because... Well, great sex matters, and we all deserve it. And, you know, we always love getting down and dirty with our guests and ask them about their relationship status and how they're enjoying great sex. And Ola's going to be no different. We're definitely going to ask those personal questions. So, <laughs> Ola, um, tell us a little bit about your sex life today and how it has changed over the years since you've been in the sex tech industry. Uh, you know, this is what often people uh, visualize about my lifestyle. If I work in the sex tech industry, I don't know if you remember this memes that was super popular a few years ago. Uh, what? Uh, how society see me, how my parents see me, how my boyfriend see right. me regards to what I'm doing. And <laughs> that could basically really tell a story of my life because people uh, often thinking that, you know, I, I probably do nothing else than lying on my bed all day long, watch porn, uh, masturbate with the 10 toys at the same time, I don't know, wearing the VR <laughs> headphones and, and uh, webcam online chatting, you know. Wait, what about the, the, and, uh, the, the sex doll beside you? <laughs> Don't forget your sex doll. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The, the sex doll and the robot uh, that I'm sitting on currently. So, right. so this is exactly the imagination. And But, but people who knows me, <laughs> they know my, my life, in fact, is a much way maybe more ordinary and maybe even boring. And, and, and largely it's about, you know, uh, typing emails, looking for new software solutions and dealing with contracts or or speaking to such a lovely people as you are uh so however um I would like to take this opportunity while, while you already uh, invited me here and I'm very, very honored. Uh, and I would like to take this opportunity to share with your audience my personal story because I think now, uh, you know, we, we are in the hard times and, and being open and being personal, it's, it's important. Uh, so uh, because of this all lockdown, uh, you know, we lock at homes. Uh, we also experience like a huge pressure from a lot of stressors, uh, which unfortunately, and we should consider this, that might perhaps, but perhaps bring a bigger risk, for example, like a breakup or even divorce. <laughs> And, uh, you know, when the conventional wisdom tells us to not make any uh, big life-changing decisions during time when we stress, unfortunately, our brains don't think that they don't work that way. So we often mm, not thinking clearly when we are processing stress. And, uh, and there might be also no better times than now to, to actually think, how do you want to live? And uh, with who you want to share this life, you know, and, and a few weeks ago, I just read in the Vice article that some some of the specialists say that it's absolutely OK to dump someone over their awful pandemic behavior. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and, and maybe and maybe you were even considered breakup before before you got stuck at the apartment with your partner uh, for the near future or maybe by, I don't know, being stuck with them, you already made realize that um, it's not working for you. And as much as we might be losing each other due to the lockdown together, and this sounds even awful to say that, that much the distance relationship might be already affected because we cannot travel anymore, for example. So, so uh, I myself had to overcome such a situation six months ago 
and thank God I I had enough time to sort of my life before the COVID locked me <laughs> down at home. And seriously, I, I just can't imagine I had to be locked down with my ex, you know. Right. <laughs> it sounds like the horror class B at least. So, <laughs> so I also personally experienced uh, uh, the results of very painful breakup uh, as a PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. And uh, in the case of, uh, in my particular case, uh, from the betrayal abuse, and I was really smashed from the ground. And so the, you know, the injuries after, after a painful breakup are sometimes so deep that the people don't even recover from them. Uh, and that also leads to a lot of... Um, uh, problems in the future, like uh, even depression. So imagine now this combo, global crisis, people losing money, stability, and then you find uh, yourself in situation to, to handle another massive stress or as a painful breakup can be. And uh, in a psychologically um, intimate relationships, the, the powerful attachments and bonds are, are formed. Uh, not just because we, you know, are understand each other so well inside the relationship or appreciate or unconditionally accept, but because we feel safe. And uh, so now, uh, if we have also lost this part of feeling of safe, what's coming next? And not everyone knows that the sex tech also uh, brings uh, solutions and technology. You know, there are apps and platforms that might help you, you know, to overcome this this very painful process of, uh, let's say, uh, breakup or divorce or separation. I mean, the separation can be now difficult, actually, these days. And, um, and I would like to uh, talk a little bit about those products because I use them myself. And when you ask me about what my sexual life is, I can clearly say that first I had to heal my first, myself from trauma to, to, to approach my uh, sexual life balance. So before I started to now, you know, fully, I wouldn't say even fully, but more enjoy of myself as being single, I had to went through the process. And, um, and you know, and I was lucky because I could go, I could do all the things after breakup that helps to, to be distracted. I don't know, I could go for run or theater or, or break or have like breakup pizza with my bestie <laughs> and, and I don't, you know, and I could go for a geek or one night stand with a stranger. I, I could do everything, you know, and, and I cannot even imagine like how how these poor people now must feel why, you know, having your heart being just ripped off two zillion of pieces and being locked down at home alone mm -hmm. or or even worse mm -hmm. with your source of pain with your ex. I mean, this is torture and that, that, that should some. There should be some international law, you know, that provides <laughs> hotel room for yeah. you at the time uh, with the free champagne, Netflix and free massage, oh, you right. name it. So, so yes, I, I would tell you a little bit about the amazing uh, solutions uh, that I train myself. And no, it's not paid up. None of this app is paying me to, to promote their brands. But uh, it might be a really relieving to know that some of those um, uh, devices and some of those tools are available uh, and reachable for you right now. So, for example, there is an app uh, called MEND, and uh, it's a very interesting uh, training of daily recordings designed to help to process you the breakup and to move on uh, by doing actively daily journaling. So you're going to, you know, work on your thoughts and feelings and this app is very positive and uh, it's all based on the artificial intelligence so they send you reminders and encouraging you to do um different exercises and what, what i'm not what i'm trying to say those products and those apps are not meant to replace therapy ever and they should you know be considered as a support during the time when you when you experience uh, um a trauma, for example, after the breakup, but but they might be very helpful exercising tools. Uh, there is also a app called uh, Breakup Boss, and I'm <laughs> I'm not really <laughs> convinced about the, the name of a product, to be honest myself. But uh, it is also a very interesting uh, feel wheel where you can point uh, specific situation or feeling you are 
draining in and receive the advice and there is a future where you can send uh, um, a text to your ex without actually doing it so but it lets you you know vent out all the emotions uh, if you were really sending this message um, there is uh, another product called Arax breakup it's another app um, that can help you overcome the, the hard days. And this one is different and, and has, uh, uh, if I remember, 30 days program. And it's meant to, to feel you like you are interacting with a friend of yours. So, so also artificial intelligence-based product and also offers a rating prompts and has a future that lets you uh, identify red flags of your previous relationships. And, and because of this, you will understand the source of a pain and and because of this you will not uh, let yourself go back there cool. so uh, cool. these products are meant to be to 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 support people to having the hard times uh, and dealing with the trauma but this is also part of a sex tech world and this is a really beautiful part of it interesting so Ola now that you've gotten over most of your trauma and we know that sex is great to release stress what have you been doing in terms of self-pleasuring to get you back into, you know, having good orgasms and feeling good and getting the endorphins and everything in your body? Do you have some favorite sex toys that you use? Well, I do have a pretty much um, huge collection of toys, <laughs> but doesn't mean that uh, I use all of them. I'm also in this very, uh, I would say, lucky situation with a lot of um, product designers or brands send me toys. Uh, because we, of course, cooperate uh, with a bigger picture, and I'm always interested in innovation and uh, in, in, in their products. Uh, which one, which one has gotten you through this week? I have to say that I am very much loyal with particular toy, <laughs> which is um, also non-gender toy, and that's why it's really my favorite uh, as far. Um, and I think I wouldn't be—it uh, wouldn't be any big surprise when I put the name Crescendo from the Mystery. Yeah, Island. we have one of those too. Yeah, we like that as well. It's. Definitely bomb product uh, from the very first sensation when you open the box with the beautifully design every aspect of it, uh, the beautiful book inside, uh, the um, um, amazing structure of, of, of a toy itself and the uh, and the fact that you can really twist it mm -hmm. and that you can really form it and every every position you wish. So that gives you a lot of freedom and that gives you a lot of flexibility. Uh, and I'm pretty sure it can be also used by, by the females with the endometriosa problem. It also can be used, for, as, as you guys probably know, for both partners. Right, we use it, it as a couple's toy. Every, it's great. Exactly. It, it has never-ending... Um, you know, uh, ideas around the product. And it's definitely one of my favorite. Uh, and it's always with me on travel. And uh, and also looks beautiful. And and yeah, definitely uh, 10, uh, well, 12 out of, out of 10, I would say. Right. And, <laughs> and let's shout out to everybody at Mystery Vibe because uh, we not only have the Crescendo, we also have the Tenudo, which I've tried yes. and we've tried as a couple's toy. And they absolutely put a great product together. And um, we'll eventually have them on our show as well. Now, Ola, I That's know. Really so, Ola, we're getting mm -hmm. to the end of our show, and I know we've already gone over a few of these things, and maybe we can just sum it up a little bit. And I know a lot of things are changing as we speak, but in your opinion, which aspect of the sex tech world would you say will give the biggest improvement of our day to day lives in the next near future? Um, which aspect, um, as much as I was, um, I I'm still putting a lot of hope to the side of the VR as a natural extension, perhaps for the future of education. Uh, but at the same time, I, I really uh, uh, put uh, as an equality to that topic the the future of the revolutions of the robots and their companionship uh, aspect uh, for the humans. Because uh, at this time, and uh, I, I don't even know if you're aware that UK government uh, has appointed Minister of Loneliness. 
Wow. That uh, over 9 million people in UK always feel lonely and over 200,000 people don't have regular conversation with their friends. So the technology made us, you know, work remotely. We live in a distance relationships and, and so on. But we still, as a society, feel more and more alone. So uh, everything that could help to break that is going to be really amazing improvement. And not even if that must be a physical robot, a mechanic, a me- a mechanic existence um, and a physical form, but also the artificial intelligence apps can really support that. And and I really see this as a as a future of a of a human companionship, and very very important and a significant role. Wow, beautiful. Well, you know what? We are going to continue our dialogue with you. We are going to plan to be with you in Berlin. Um, we're going to for the SX Tech EU in September. Absolutely, we are going to um, hope that everybody gets over this coronavirus, which is uh, unprecedented in world events. Um, Ola, thank you so much for being here. Why don't you take a minute and tell everybody where they can reach you on social media, your website, and find out more about your uh, tech convention in Berlin. Yes, guys, thank you so, so much for having me here. And I would love to invite all of you to come to Berlin and, and, and to to join the second edition of Essex Tech Conference. So you can follow us on the Twitter by the Essex Tech. You can check us up. Uh, and remember, it's Essex Tech, not Sex Tech, <laughs> which is often the mistaken. Uh, check us on EU, and, and there you can find also all the updates and the information about uh, upcoming hackathon and, uh, and the interesting exhibitors and the startups and everything that's going to be the part of the second edition of this year. Thank you so much, Ola. And we really are keeping our fingers crossed and hoping that we will be there with you in September. And we are learning more and more every week from all our fantastic guests. And we hope you do too. When you visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, to find out more about our expert guests, you can even contact them if you have any questions about sex, sexuality, relationships, or sex tech conferences. Uh, remember to follow the protocol suggested by your local authorities. So you wash your hands, stay at home, and if you have to go out, stay away from others. Um, that's about it thank you so much for being here Ola thank you so much guys and we want yes absolutely stay safe and we want to thank all our listeners for being there hopefully everybody's getting a little bit of sexual vibe and keeping their sex lives happy healthy and horny like we always say and join us again next time for another hour of the sexy lifestyle talking about sex sexuality and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life all right everyone remember stay safe and of course Always stay sexy. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 